Oh my god, is that the faces of the future? Oh, this the vibe you wanted, they saying? Mm -hmm. Oh, something, something. How y'all doing out there on this Monday? Stage of my life, huh? Well, I feel like I can conquer anything. This, this for everybody that's getting to a bag on this Monday to start the week. Sipping on Don Perignon for no reason. Popping tags up an echelon for no reason. Seen this bad little John, she was perfect. I let her push the foreign right now, is she worth it? Falling in the middle of the club, no jersey. I don't want no liquor cause I've been drinking that dirty. Bring that ace by the case, my niggas with me. Bring some ice for my cup, I drink with me. Diamond, 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 diamonds on me dancing. 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 And you know what I need from you when I get Talking up a storm like you usually do Talking to your friends like you usually do Telling them I never spend time with you It's hard to find the time we've been Sipping all down, period on for no reason Popping tags up an echelon for no reason Seen this bad little John, she was perfect I let her push the foreign right now, is she worth it? Club, no jersey. I don't want no liquor. You got to have it. Bring that ace by the case, my niggas with me. Bring some ice for my cup, I drink with me. Diamond, 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 diamonds on me dancing. Diamond, 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 diamonds on me dancing. Diamond, 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 diamonds on me dancing. Diamond, 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 diamond. I'm familiar with this cash flow. And if you took it, you can vouch for me. I'm about to switch it up. I'm about to switch it up. Let's see. Uh, bloody murder. Bloody murder. Bloody murder. Bloody murder. Bloody murder. Bye, what is on this Monday? Papery murder. Black on black murder. Papery murder. Black on black murder. Uh, yeah. This is to the memory of Dan Roy Henry. Too much enemy fire to catch a friend. Straight from the same shade, nigga, we on the same team. Giving you respect, I expect the same thing. Uh, all black, everything, nigga, you know my fresh coat. My fight for you, don't increase my stress though. Niggas watching the throne, very happy to be you. Power to the people, when you see me, see you. And I'm from the murder capital, where they murder for capital. Heard about at least three killings this afternoon. Looking at the news like them, I was just with them after school. No shop class, but had the school, got a tool. And I, I could die any day type attitude. Plus it's Little brother got shot repping his avenue It's time for us to stop and redefine black power 41 souls murdered in 50 hours Papery murder Black on black murder Papery murder Black on black murder yeah. 
this, nigga. It's that real shit. Billy stand out. Even though what we do is wrong. We still hustle till the sun come up. Crack a 40 when the sun go down. It's a cold winter. Y'all niggas better bundle up. And I bet it be a hotter summer rapper on you just to rock it down. You hot now. Listen up. Don't you know cops sole purpose is to lock us down and throw away the king. But without this drug shit, your kids ain't got no way to eat, huh? We still try to keep mom smiling. Cause when the teeth stop showing and the stomach start crawling, then the heat start blowing. If you're from the hood, I know you feel me. If a sneak start leaning and the heat stop working, then my heat start working. I'ma rob me a person. Catch a nigga sleeping while he out in the open. And I'ma get it. While we living, make a million off a record belt My niggas out of prison Fuck a Benny or Alexis My boys in the squatter Nigga talk reckless Then I hit him with the smithin' But I'm never snitching, I'm a rider If my kids hungry, snatch the dishes out your kitchen I'll be wildin' till they pick me out of lineup Let's run it, man. Let's run it. Oh my God. Is that the Faces of the Future? Welcome to episode 96 of the Faces of the Future podcast. It's your boy, Mills. It's your boy, Shane. It's your boy, man. Some moose. What's good? 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 We on 96, right? Yeah. All right, bet, 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 bet. <laughs> what y'all boys been up to, man? What y'all been up to? So, I had to play those first two because we was talking about that shit last episode. Those two projects, yeah, yeah and y'all see how y'all see how your mood changed. Y'all see how your mood changed. We'll play diamonds on me dancing. Yo, that beat is crazy. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying that beat is crazy. But the, but the murder of excellence, that sh- that should go hard too. I know, yeah. but what I'm saying is because because you, you changed when that shit came on. Yeah, he did. No, I'm he like, did. yeah, nah, diamonds dancing is dope, but murder to excellence. Come on, come on, it's different. Now. It's different yeah. for sure. It's different vibe though. It is a different vibe. Yeah, different energy is different. Different energy, different setting, different vibe. You feel me? I feel like Diamonds Dancing. I mean, it still got the nostalgia to it to me. Like, oh, that, yeah. That's like Diamonds Dancing. That joint came on. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? You crew, you about to step out. You Diamonds Dancing playing. You going to be in your bag. That's yeah, facts. Bro. You know what I'm saying? You about, to, you about to go pop out on the scene with your homies. About to go try to bag a couple shorties, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? You gonna, that Diamond Dancing going to slap. That's facts. And then I had you to feel? play the, the Freeway joint because um, I, I was talking about it on the pod and then. I heard Dash yawn um, in the stadium at the game I did tonight, and it, yeah. it, it it went crazy. Which ones? Which ones? Which ones more of a record? Huh? Which what, do you think that's like the biggest anthem to come out? Probably not. But yeah. when it came on, in the, it's one of them stadium Jones that you just get shit like the energy. You talking about the high school game? Yes, it was going crazy. Yes, the old heads in the stadium. The True. old heads was True. going crazy. True, but the energy of the song just pick everybody up. You know what I'm saying? It was pregame. You know every. Throwing passes, everyone all swagged up. Energy. That song was right before they went into the to the locker room. What's what's what do you think the best sports like hype song is? Like that in, in your opinion, like the, what's one, the song that gets you hype, like to pop out? One say, one that I've seen go the craziest in stadiums is from that same album, Jumpman. Jumpman. It, 
they played at, at Rutgers last week, right they before did. the kickoff. Yeah. What's the what's the um jump around goes crazy in the stadium? Oh yeah, for sure. Jump Wisconsin, around goes crazy. Yeah. yeah. But the thing that bro, the song that used to get me, um, going crazy before a game. I put 50 cents. I whoop your head, boy. Yes. Yeah. That yes. joke. Yes. Yo. Yes. I wake early in the That was yeah. one of them ones. Yeah, that was one of them ones. Yeah, it gets, that, you, it gets you locked in. Then there was a boozy record. Oh, I don't know I'm drawing a blank, but there was this boozy record I used to play all the time when I was in Juco, bro. Like, I used to be ready to, like, go out there and just merge somebody. Like, For me, it was public service announcement. I had to listen to it before every really? game. Black album. I had to listen to it. Like, when you when you was playing White Out, like, that's what you listen to? I had to, to listen to it before every game. It used yeah. to just get me locked in. You know, I don't made to reintroduce myself, nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's a fact. True, true. Like I feel like was it the same for basketball too, or was like you had a different type of whole different type um, of mantra when it came so to hoops? Basketball like, was, I mean, we, I mean, ambition was one of them ones for us. Yeah, um, I'm a oh. boss was one of them ones. Oh. Yeah, um, we even we used to run out to all the way turned up by Soldier Boy. The crowd used to go that's, fucking I, bananas. Man, that's, that's that's a grip. Crowd used to go bananas when that yeah. joint came on. Come running out, come running crowd out. Crowd going bananas, bro. Um, I mean, Annie Up we came out to one year. Yeah, that joint also went crazy. Yeah. Um, Annie Up, Annie Up, yep. Yeah. Yeah, used to go crazy. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else, but those are those are some good records right there. But yeah, the, the 50 Cent man, that's boy used to have me ready to, and then obviously Meek, bro, Meek and you know sure. Saying, that Dreams and Nightmares is one of them ones for for it is. For, for, nah, for, it's, y'all don't really hear me freestyle. You said what? Y'all don't really hear me freestyle. True. That joint, yeah, yeah. That's a different. That's a different beast. Would you? Would you? Would you? Would you? Was you still listening to you getting the blocks, yo? Before you about to hit the <laughs> when I hit the blocks, Damn, before you hit the hundred meter, two hundred meter. <laughs> I don't even remember, yo. I don't even remember, bro. That's you said before you hit the blocks. <laughs> I'm like, the fuck is this nigga talking about? Nah, you know, saying the track blocks. Yeah, yeah, Definitely, it was definitely Cannon by Lil Wayne. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, and that's my favorite Lil Wayne song ever. But I don't Damn. think I don't think any song touched that one. Cannon. Yeah. Nah, that's definitely one of them ones. Because it was three solid. It was three solid verses from everybody. Like. Yeah. That's the joint that make you want to run fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that make you <laughs> stupid, bro. <laughs> you now, stupid, Rob. I'm just, I don't know. It's just, it's just this man beating his side. <laughs> this thing said, "Go stick." Listen, listen to all these records. Still get dusted. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I always try to start off every pod with a question. I got one for y'all today. I saw online. Mm-hmm. What? Would you send your mom to prison for one year for a billion dollars? Bye, mama. For a billion? For a billion. Bye, mama. Dang. That's a good thing. <laughs> your mom has to sit in jail one, one year. One, one year. In prison. Not jail. Prison. Oh, but prison. Prison. Bye, mama. For a billy. For yes. a bill? For a bill. Should be all right. Well, they say the conversation is going to be a one. Hey, <laughs> it's the conversation we're going to have to have. Sorry, mama. Damn, I'm gonna make sorry, sure I'm gonna make sure you live in lavish. You gonna have a I whole. Think I'm gonna I think she can hold it. You can hold it down for a you. You gonna have a whole block to yourself. Don't worry. I, I never meant to hurt you. You a strong woman. I never meant to make you hey, cry, listen. but tonight hey. I'm going to the bank. What boys? What boys? The men say, "Mama." Yep. You know I love you. What you? What you? Mook going to the cell. Me, gonna have to have a conversation about it because listen, look, I'm gonna set you up. You gonna have your own block. You gonna have your own protection. You gonna be your own block. You're gonna be eating good, I he promise said, you. You're gonna have the sell, kitchen. You have your own block. I promise you, you're gonna have you're gonna be straight. You're gonna be living lavish. For sure. A, like a bill, I feel like a, a billy, like it's probably not gonna feel like you in prison. You could pay whoever you went off. You like, can't turn down a billy, ma. Yeah, like 
I go to prison a, for one year for a billy. Really? Yes. I think, I think I sit. I can sit down for a yeah. Bit. I can sit yeah. down for a year. <laughs> he said I can sit down for a year. Take a little vacation. Yeah, for a billy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know because like these prisons is different, bro. We gonna have to have a conversation about it. I mean, why we can have it now? So you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm saying with moms. Oh yeah, true, true. We gonna have to talk about it. Yeah, but I mean, do you, right, do, you th- do you think your mom's is gonna last in prison? I don't think she would want to go. She wouldn't give a fuck for any any amount of money. So mom, so yeah. so so that right there just might nah. make it be a dub. Maybe a dub. Yeah. But if she see that check though, that it, it, all them zeros, she might, she, might, ha- she, she might change. You think we, you think your mom's sitting in the jail cell for a bill? Yeah. No. I give you I give you half of it, mom. <laughs> I don't think my mom doing it. My mom my not doing. My mom, mom definitely not doing it. I don't it. think my mom doing it. The the lives our mothers live. My mom has too much pride. <laughs> the <laughs> lives pride? the yeah. lives our mothers what? live. My mom will flee to Nigeria. Like, all right, so you go to you go to you go to your mom's. How 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 are you gonna try to negotiate? Like, look, how are you gonna make it a sweet deal for her? Like, I give you half. You the one doing the work. Five hundred mil. Five hundred mil. I'm straight for one year. I'm straight, ma. I put it like this. I was like, mom, look, you working X amount of you working for a year. This is how much you get paid. You sit down for it. You don't even gotta work. You don't get that. Fine. You don't get that. Fine. You don't gotta work. You Shit. Right? My mom. You my mom not doing She that, ain't here. She she might not even be trying to hear this. I'm already retired. I can't. Right. I already know what I'm gonna say. Your pops. Your pops doing it. Nah, that nigga not doing. My dad not doing that shit. Nah, he be like, I don't need it. <laughs> True. <laughs> Too late in their careers. I don't much. need it. At this age, I think I'm gonna sit. I at, at 28, I, I would, I would, I would take a seat. Oh, you gonna said. sit? Yeah, I sit. I don't know. <laughs> For Billy? What? You're the, what? It's a good question, I, right? You going to Rikers? <sighs> You going to Rikers for a Billy? I have to mentally prepare. You going to Rikers? You sitting down in Rikers Island for? I don't know if I would go to Rikers for a Billy. I play, I have to pledge again before I go to Rikers. I'm saying all right. <laughs> since we're since after after all the footage that all right. So like just to get the listeners what we're talking about. So in in the group chat, um, I sent um them a thread on Twitter of all the surveillance footage of what Rikers Islands looks like current state today. They have videos of inmates. Um, like 10 deep in a cell, laying in their feces, there's mold, there's rats, there's everything laying around. The the, the one person was caged in a in a in a shower cell, like that was only you can like stand, you couldn't just reach your arm straight out, you could touch wall to wall. Um when I sent you those video those videos of clips. Sorry, was, let's add context. So Rikers is a pre trial detention facility. So mean what this also means is that the people that are in Rikers have not actually been convicted of a crime true. yet. True. Mm-hmm. True. Right. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what they've been convicted of. Right. Accused of. Accused of. Sorry. What they've been accused of. And on top of that, Rikers is only meant to fit 3,000 people. Facts. And there's currently over. Overpopulated. Over over 5,000 minimum. Yeah. So just to add that context so people understand. Yeah. So like like I was stating earlier that there's multiple, like there's 10 people to a cell, things of that nature. In a basic holding cell, bro, which is nuts. So I want to ask you guys again, like when, when you look at stuff like that, one, does your answer change? And two, what is your thoughts on the state of like, Jails, prisons, and things of that nature. When you see shit like that, I mean, it, it. I mean, if you're talking about Rikers, yeah, of course. But I mean, it. Like the thing is with Rikers is Rikers has been supposed to be shut down. Like having a pre-trial detention center actually sounds nuts. Um, we saw what happened with Khalif Brower. Yep, I was um, gonna say like, that. You saw what happened him being in there for like over three, four years with some shit he didn't even do. Didn't even yeah. do. You know what I'm saying? A way to go to trial for four years. Yeah. yeah, that's nuts. And it's like what makes it even worse is that uh, like. We already know how the system already plays against people that look like us. So so it's like to have a place where you just have free reigns to just throw people that look like us in there. You know what I'm saying? It kind of sucks. And um, to add to add more insult to injury on that, it's like it, it goes back into this whole thing with prison and racism and this whole thing that people just choose not to address where it's like, bro, you like 
we have all these institutions ranging from McDonald's to all these other companies that I'm not even going that I'm not even going to mention before people start really getting upset that like that are privately funding these prisons that are privately that are investing in these places to stay open, right? Mm-hmm. And what happens is that they throw people that look like us in there because it's all based off of the fact of they don't even want us to be in a position to be free. And now when you think about it, it's like going back to what you said, it's like what would make me think that those types of people who already don't even think highly of me would try to make good conditions for people, for a, a group of individuals where a majority of those people that are in there look like me and they don't value me in the first place. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I I, I, I don't, it's terrible. I won't, like, it's terrible, but I don't, I didn't expect anything less than terrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's sad. It's been one of the worst prison jails, I should say, in since, it, since it's been open. I mean, it's notorious for gang violence, mm-hmm. crime, murders. I mean, like, you don't want to go to records. It's, it's worse than most prisons. Wrongful convictions, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's it's just a horrible place. I mean, you put a bunch of people in a box like that and then put them and then add on to it those conditions that they're living in. Yeah. You, you can't expect that person to come out the same person. That guy's going to come out an animal. He's going to come out a different breed. He's going to come out a different person just because of he had to survive in an environment like that. You know, so when you see shit like that, it's like, man, that's crazy, especially in a state like New York. Yeah. Because New York is... So much money, Facts. you know what I'm saying? It's just such, such a wealthy place. You would figure that they could at least have a, a jail that is at least up to standard. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's just this is unfortunate, bro. This is unfortunate. It's super unfortunate. And like like Moose said, like you don't expect nothing less than nothing better than terrible, but you don't expect something to be inhumane. Yeah. Um, and that's just. I mean, maybe you do expect it, knowing the way like prison systems in America are and the way they treat certain people and how certain things go. But in the same sense, it's like when you see that footage, like in current state, like you see the surveillance, it's like that's crazy, but that's no like why would I? I want I want to say this like the same when you say people coming out as animals and things of that nature. Like why? Would why would civilians like everyday civilians feel comfortable like with those people entering entering back society after they've been through that? Said knowing that they're probably not going to be like mentally proper. If that I'm makes not the sense. same because, person because they're putting them through all these different things, and it's like it's not okay that they're going through. I, that I stuff. mean, I've said this like the the issue, the biggest issue with the with prison reform is that when we look at people committing crimes, when we look at people like the problem with America, I'm not even just going to talk about the problem with America is that we just look at things as wrong. And when we look at things as wrong, we have a very bad shame culture, right? For sure. So when we look at people as, okay, you committed a crime, it's a shame thing. Like, yo, like let's even look at petty crimes. You stealing bread for your family, right? People who aren't in that position, you're stealing shit. You're wrong. You're a thief. There's no context, right? Mm -hmm. You're shaming people or in context. Sometimes it's really for survival, right? And so to go back to what you're saying is that a lot of these times we shame people to doing these things and we don't understand the context one and two, you're not even trying to provide a solution for these individuals to don't even have to commit crimes. Like I said, this, we say this all the time when you don't have money and when you have access to commit a crime, the shit happens, right? right? And, the reality of the situation is that because of things like capitalism, because we have private prisons, we have these different things. It's like, yo, what did you expect? Like you, like it's almost like it's like, yo, it's like this is Meek Mill made a great example when he when he started talking to Robert Kraft and he was explaining to stuff that happened. Robert Kraft and all his friends couldn't fathom. They couldn't, they they couldn't fathom like, what, what was going on. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah. And so my thing is that a lot of these people who are even in the position, even some people who are even middle class, when they think about the stuff that people who don't make money, people who commit crimes, like go through, it's like people can't fathom it because like, oh my gosh, 
It's not in my bubble. It's like, yeah, it's not in your bubble because you're not trying to look for this stuff. You're not trying to really pay attention to other nice. people's perspectives. And so, like, going back to what you said, it's like, we need to find a way to change the prison system from shaming people, which is the whole idea, to rehabilitating people and having solutions for people so you can live in a peaceful area or live in a, in a peaceful mindset. Because that's why most of these people go back to prison. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not because they're just thugs. They just want to do. No, they don't have any other option. You know what I'm saying? You shame them into thinking that this is all I'm good for. That I'm only good. I'm only good to steal shit. So I'm going to steal some shit again. Once you, you get know involved in the system, it's hard to get out of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's like all all of all of your favorite companies are funding these private prisons for the cheap labor, bro. And that's like the crazy part. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's why these jails are full. They want these prisons to be full of people so that they can get that cheap labor out of them, bro. No, that's true. That's facts. No, that's definitely true. I mean, U.S. has has more prisoners than anybody else in the country, period. You mean in the world? I mean, in the world. Really? And it's not even close. And if you look at the statistics of what those people look like. It's mostly black men. Yep. It's not even It's not even close, bro. It's not even close at and, all. And my, thing, my, my next question for, for, for this specific topic is like, um, when when things like this arise, and like I said, the surveillance footage that that went viral, and people are saying things like, "Why is there no initiative to make some sort of subtle change or to make things different than what they are?" Like I said, like with Rikers specifically, they have a a long standing history of holding people in the in the jail for for over for 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 times longer than they should. Mm-hmm. And like I said, in this stuff we see now, like why hasn't there been a change. Why hasn't the prison been shut down? Or why hasn't the jails been shut down? Why hasn't anything changed when it comes to a facility like this? When when it's public knowledge that the things that are going on in there are not okay. It's not right. It's not humane. I, I, I really don't have an answer for that, Mills, because to be honest, this happens at jails all across the country. This just happens to be Rikers turning a spotlight in this particular instance, bro. I mean, go look at the, the, the jails in Miami-Dade County. Yeah. It's the same thing, bro. Same thing. Overcrowding because these prisons were not built to hold as many people as they're holding. People are getting arrested for, like you said, petty crimes that should be either fines or, or misdemeanors that you shouldn't even have to go to jail for at all. You should just be getting a, a, a desk ticket. Show up to court and pay your fine for some, for some of these things. I mean, it's, it's happening all over the country. But the prison system in America is like one of the biggest, most corrupt industries, I'll call it. Around, you know what I mean? It's crazy. That's facts. Uh, that's facts. I, I don't got nothing else to add on that. It's just, don't get caught up. It's yeah, it's one of those. It's yeah. It's don't get caught up. And it's like actually no. Let me say this. It's it. It all goes back to a money thing because there are prisons and jails that are publicly funded. There's ones that are privately funded. The biggest issue is that a lot of the times, like I'll say with Rikers, at least I don't know the whole details, but obviously there's some incentive to keep it open, whether if it's money, whether if it's tax breaks, whether if it's whatever. There's a money play involved. I don't know what it is. I'll be honest with you, but this is just my speculation. If you're keeping that shit open for this long, you got to be, someone has to be making money off of it or someone has to be benefiting in some way off of it because there's no way you can tell me that a pre-trial detention center that's meant to fit 3,000 people that's overcrowded has any benefit really, even in the case of you trying to, you know, accuse somebody of doing something. There's no benefit. And I'll even add on to that and say another problem is the legal system. You you have a right to a speedy trial, right? That never happens. That never happens. Why are people sitting in in prison for three to four years based on accusations? They're not even charged with anything yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They haven't even been indicted. And it's it's interesting because when 
I mean, I don't want to break down the legal system and all that, but I can say that with that, another thing that you'll realize is that those things do take time, which I will say. They do. But outside of, of, of but, course. Yeah, but outside of that, what you also have to understand is that they're gonna, it's going to take even longer when those people don't look like us. Facts. Like, that's, that's the biggest thing. Like, we're, we, like, we, this is why we have to have so many professionals um, in these systems because it's like when you don't have a black judge, and you don't have a black judge that actually has been in the hood or actually understands and connects with these people, right? Like, it becomes like, well, all right, they'll be all right. You know what I mean? It's, a, it's cool. They'll be cool. They should never did that. They should never been in that situation in the first place. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, this is why having these, so, these professionals is so important. Not just niggas that, you know, make drill songs anymore and just pop bottles at clubs and do credit card scams, you know, and do PPP loans. Like, we need people in the <laughs> court systems to actually help us because we're moving to a place now where it's like a lot of the stuff that we had the liberties to do like the pandemic gave a lot of i'll be honest a lot of african americans the ability to make bread and we're moving to a system now where all the money that we were making like take race out of it like black white whoever that's getting regulated we're moving to a system now where this shit's getting regulated and if we don't have a way to start regulating ourselves as well and putting us in a position where people can help us out in any type of field, we're going to be screwed again because these people, like these rich people up top are finding ways for tax breaks, all these different things. And I think the best thing that we really, really have to do is just find a way to start putting ourselves in this position to help one another. Each one teach one, you know, be my brother's mm. keeper. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the biggest thing we got we to gotta do right now, bro. Like, I'm not like, that's the only thing. Like, enough with this PPP loans and being drill rappers, man. I'm tired of it. Like, for real. How do y'all feel about um, solitary confinement? Cause I, I, I saw I saw I saw this video inhumane. I, I saw someone they said they said that um a uh, they said somebody good the re, the reason I asked that is because um I saw like this clip of um a, a guy that was in solitary confinement I don't know if I was watching one of the prison shows or whatever but they said they locked him in solitary and they just kept playing the Coco Melon song over and over again oh nah I would have lost my mind too bro Coco Melon no, absolutely the, the prison not. guards will play them and just leave like they'll just leave them oh nah that's so for hours on end so studies say that. 15 minutes of solitary confinement will make you go insane. 15 minutes. People are locked up there for minimum 15 days. Some people Months. spend all their lives in solitary confinement, like death row inmates, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you lock somebody in the box, you take nothing away from them. In some prisons, what they do is they take your mattress and stuff from you during the day, and they put water on the floor so you can't even sit down, lay down. You got to stand up. They put water on the floor? Water on the floor to like flood it. Yeah. Yo. Bro, like, I'm telling you. But... What the fuck? It's I didn't know they did all that. It's scary, bro. I'm telling you, man. Prison is not a place that you want to be, bro. Solitary confinement. Imagine the lives that we live, right? I live in a, I, for myself, I live in a fucking two-bedroom townhouse with a finished basement. I have the space to roam around. I can't imagine going to, being confined to a room the size of my basement. I mean, the size of my bathroom. Yeah, I'm about to say, like the bath, yeah. The size of my bathroom, yeah, bro, where, where I can literally touch both sides of the no wall. windows, probably, like, or just you know one what I'm window, saying? No people. Um, uh, hard rock mattress, bed, um, nothing, you know what I'm saying? Nothing at all, you know what I'm saying? Just just imagine putting yourself in a situation and it's literally staring at four walls, bro, for hours and being locked in your thoughts. That's why you end up going crazy, because you're literally just stuck with your thoughts, bro. And that's the word, and that's and that's why it's like it goes back to my whole thing. Like this shit, like it doesn't help. You know what I mean? It doesn't really do anything. Like my thing is like my issue is is always been about the people. Like it's about people, bro. It's like you lock you lock somebody in there in inhumane conditions, and you think that's gonna help them when they get out. 
But the thing is, is because you're making money off of keeping people in the prison, yo, like, you don't have any incentive to let these people roam free because you want them back there, especially if you are a private prison owner. Like, there's no there's there's no incentive for me to be like, yeah, let's make them feel, let's make them better and can I, disappear. You know what I mean? Can I ask you guys this question? This might be an ignorant question. But, like, when it comes to um people, more people being, like, in the prisons, how does that... <laughs> make the prison more profitable. Wouldn't that cause them more money if they have more people in there because they have to feed more people? Like, explain that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a little... Uh, so, yes and no, right? So, most of these prisons are, again, the more people you have, the more people that, that you can make work, the more products that you can make, the more money that you can make, the bigger your bottom line is going to be. The more these prisons are full, the more free labor you're going to get because they don't get paid. Yeah. Or if yeah. they do get paid, they, they literally get like a dollar a day like or a dollar a week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you're literally profiting off. I mean, look, Walmart owns private, private prisons, prisons. Target. Saying. I mean, like we can go down a list of all the big corporations McDonald's. and all these products that we see on all of our stores. Mm-hmm. It probably came from, if it's made in America, it probably came from a prison, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Facts. Facts. You know facts. what I'm saying? Yeah, but I didn't even think about that. Wow. You know what I mean? So it's the more people that are in prison, from a, prison. a lot of people, a lot of people don't know that. I mean, we can we could take this we could take this deep and even go back to how prisons were even started and why. Yeah, Facts. back to slavery when they yeah. were just when they when they when slavery ended, right? And the slaves were free, the black people were free. They literally locked them up and made them do free labor. Yeah, so it kind of never ended in a sense. That makes sense. That's how prisons started. You know what's you know and you know what's funny we didn't, we wasn't even supposed to go we wasn't even supposed to go here but this we here now we here now we here now. It's it's um damn I lost my train of thought um no it's it well here's my, all right so yeah, while we're talking about prison right mm-hmm. we could we could take it another step as well right prisons in other countries are even worse depends where you're at depends where you're at depends on where you're at but a lot of them you go to prison in Mexico you go to prison in DR you go to prison in Germany yeah. I mean I, I can go down the list yeah. of how awful these prisons are. Nigeria's Period. not fun either. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. So yeah. prison is just not a place that you it's want like to a, end most countries kind of like a free for all though. Like free for all. People be no, having guns, yeah, knives. It's not even really it's just like the inmates run the prisons. Facts. And, and even in the ones here, because I mean, who wants to be a CO? Nobody's yeah. knocking down the door to sign up for that job. Nah. How much do CEOs get paid? They didn't get paid enough. Not enough for putting life on the line every day. Yeah, Facts. bro. <laughs> you if, you, know? if, you, if you a C, if you a CEO, you you finessing in there. You, you, you get most paid of them do. I'm getting paid on the That's side. how most of them I'm do. Running, yeah, I'm running, getting paid on the I'm side. Most game, of them bro. run drugs in. They run in cell phones. They my do. life, my life, not worth it. If you you want? All right, bet what I get. Facts. <laughs> what I get? Facts. Facts. So so we're, as we're speaking about solitary confinement, prison, and things of that nature. All right, so there's been a Netflix document that's been going going crazy that people are talking about the Jeffrey Dahmer thing. Do you? <laughs> I'm only two episodes in. I'm two episodes in too, bro. I'm not gonna go deep, but we can, we can talk about the, the the concept of the of the actual like what you've seen so far. What you've seen so far, you can discuss like whether whether you agree with this shit being there or not, or do you agree with like do you think somebody like him should be in solitary confinement? Do you think A nigga so, like him so, should be. So this is so so dead. This is, so this is. So this is the point that I was trying to get to, right? Let's give a little back history about what, who Jeffrey Dahmer is, real quick, and then we'll go like into serial like, killer cannibal. Yeah, okay. I mean, <laughs> from 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 he's from Ohio or was Milwaukee? Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Milwaukee motherfuckers kill- chopping up people, putting them in his fridge, fridge freezing them. hearts. Yeah, putting uh um putting torsos in acid and breaking yeah. them down. I mean, dudes, targeted predominantly black and brown people. Yep. 
homosexuals yes, as well. Yes. So, I mean, dude, dude was off the chain, bro. Dude was off the chain. In a bad um, way, in a bad way. So, before we even, like, touch down, touch down on this, why is it that a lot of these, these people have such, a, like, an interest in rehashing serial killers? Like, reha- like company companies, like, there's podcasts that talk about murders, like, unsolved men, like... We have such a weird relationship with death in this country. Like, that, it's very weird. That kind of stuff is captivating in a sense because it's, it's like, yo, this motherfucker was eating people? Yeah, it's you, ca- don't, it's, you don't it's hear cap- that kind of shit every day. It's and captivating. It, right? Not only is it captivating in the, in the sense that he's killing and eating people, but he was doing, he had so many before it even found out that he was a serial killer. And then he got away with some of them. He went to jail and still got away with, like. Right. And but that's my thing. My thing is that, like, I understand the captivation part of it, but I just feel like at the same time, we just really shouldn't draw attention to these things. Yeah, I agree. People glorify like it's, it's, it. It's glorify weird. It. It's like it's so weird because it's like, let's like this is not this is a kind of a weird way from 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 what we're talking about. But it's like think about the people in Chicago. Like at that point, though, from based on what we're talking about, we should have a, we should have a Netflix documentary on King Von. True. For sure. We should. We should. Ha- we, should we should. On O Block. Just by itself, yeah. Probably, you know what I'm saying? I, would love that. I, I think there is going to be a documentary. I would love that. No, there will be. But what I'm saying is they that they sold that. I think, but it, yeah. they did. But it's weird because it's like if you bring that up, a lot of these white people are not going to like it. True, that's true. I you, mean, you know what I'm look, saying? But it's like we love Ted Bundy because he was a. He, they right. said he was a cute. He was that's a cute. Where I was about to go. You know what I'm saying? Just about to go. I mean, Jeffrey, this, like, it's, uh, Ted Bundy had a child while he was in prison. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was getting conjugal visits. He had like a fan. He had, like, he had a following of people. You know what I'm saying? It's just weird, bro. Has there ever been like any documentary made about like black serial? I'm not trying to glorify. I just had a question. Like DC no. sniper, DC sniper. There's a DC sniper doc. Just digging with yes. I heard about the DC sniper. That, he was different. Yeah, he was. It was him and his son, huh? I don't remember exactly, because but all was, I remember was, is was, that was the boy that was that the boy that was riding the car and just popping people as they drive on the roof, over the roof, yep. all that stuff. Anybody, anybody can get it. But to your point of, of why they glorify, I don't understand why they glorify that stuff. Either. Like really, it's, like really sit, like really bro. sit down. With, it's like, bro, like we're watching, or we're at least giving money and rehashing traumatic experiences for these people's families because they're still alive. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, still they, alive. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like we made a Netflix documentary about somebody who killed like members of people's families who are still alive and showing it and too. showing it, and they have to hear about this. You know, you know what I mean? It's like imagine you walk in and. You, like Jeffrey Dahmer's one of the Jeffrey Dahmer's victims' sister spoke out and was like, "Yo, like we don't need to rehash this trauma." You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. like mm-hmm. it's it's weird. Like that shit is weird, bro. Like there's that's just I feel care. like they're making a bag. I feel yeah, you know, they, they are, but I feel like that's also another issue in this country where it's like when we find something that's sensational or sensationalism, whatever you want to call it, like that issue where we find something that people just gravitate towards, we just throw money at it. And I feel like from a morality standpoint. There's just some shit you just shouldn't throw money at. We shouldn't throw money at technically glorifying serial killers. Facts. Like, you know what I'm It's fucking weird. It's the number it's one weird. show in 75 countries. I think, That's I, weird. I think yeah. it's because our, our country's based off entertainment, though. Like, so, like, I, I, I see why it's being pushed the way it's pushed. It's like, like you say, it's, it's number one in 75 different countries. All right. We're not taking it down. Yeah, and for a lot of people, 
from the older generation, like they're now going back to that time of like, damn, remember, I remember when this shit was going down, hearing yeah. about it. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. is weird. Though. I agree with you 100. percent It is weird. I don't. I don't want to hear. Like that's my thing. Though I don't want to hear about it. That's my. That's my thing. I don't want to hear look, about but it. But why, even, why are you watching the doc then? That's what I'm saying. Even myself, as weird as it is, bro. I'm like, if you if you really want me to keep, if yeah. You, why are you watching the doc? To keep it 100 percent. To keep it a stack with you. I'm like not. I'm like playing it, but I'm not watching. Watching it. I watched it. I want like, to see. What I barely like. I got in. like. I went to episode two and I barely knew what happened. It's hard to watch. Just it is hard to watch. Like, you on episode two is gonna get way. It's because like I watched episode yeah. one and I'm like, yo, bro, what am I watch? Like this dude is. Like, sick. What am I watch? That's my the thing. Like, is, like legitimately, like bro. I don't need all that in my life right People now. People like bro. that need to be in solitary. I ain't gonna hold you. So, bro, so what I was gonna say to get police, back though, the police messed up. Though, I dude, know the police, bro. Like I know that's what I'm talking about. Like when you hear the audio call of, um, I think is at the end of the second episode, the call with him and his neighbor that was always on like something's wrong with it like they wasn't even looking into None of like it. taking her taking her serious what she was saying they're like oh it's just two gay guys da, 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 da. like that, that was a child that was a child that he had we can even we can even talk about like since he was his his, his target all his targets were homosexual men is like how how police and things of that nature don't Care for those especially people. during that time, especially when the they don't care for those, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that trend, how that really hasn't changed either. It's like if it's happening to somebody in, in that in that community, oh, we're just gonna look the other way, like because yeah. we don't agree with what they're doing. Like that's wrong. Or it makes people, it makes them uncomfortable. Yeah, you know I mean? but do your fucking job. That's some. That's a major. That's the majority of white America, bro. If they if white America feels like they don't agree with it, they're just gonna look at you crazy. Like, oh, you're free to do what you want to do, man. Like it's just, it's 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 it's, it's a very tragic and unfortunate thing because I just like. It just bothers me that we're like having such a like it, I'm, it bothers me that Netflix is making money off of this. Like if for, for honestly, truly, like I'm not the morality police, but I just feel like there's just some things you just just I mean, look, stay away got, from. They got Zac Efron to play Ted Bundy. And Zac Efron, and honestly, like, and honestly, truly, like, Zac Efron should have donated all that fucking money to all of his fucking. And now look, like you see Rick Ross, even the thing with the with the glasses, with the Dahmer glasses, yeah, yeah. like yo, I'm like yo, shit is fucking weird. I yo. mean, do you, do you think he's wrong for saying one of the Dahmer glasses? They really just some regular glasses from that. Time regular period. as fuck, bro. Yeah, like, like, come on, it's weird. It's weird. Do you think the families deserve reparations? I like, mean, like, the way like, the way the way that they doing this now, Netflix better give some to them families. Netflix, Netflix should break them up, but they won't. Do you think they have? To, I mean, to make something like that, do you have to cut them a check? No, because you can really you can make a story. I mean, we some of it is is, is dramatized anyway. For sure, so they could they could make it whatever they want to make it. But they're using I mean? people's like real names, the real identities, all that stuff. I mean, I, I don't think the family has has a say against that. I don't think they can do anything about that. That's facts. True. I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. So, where, before we close this topic, where do you draw the line with what should be made like documentaries? What should it when it comes to topics like this? I like that kind of shit. If you're not going to do even <laughs> no, <laughs> all right, that's that came out real <laughs> fucked up. Your face was funny. Not that I like that kind of shit, but, but you're interesting. Like, I I I want to see. I like to see how sick a motherfucker was, and then I like to see how dumb all the motherfuckers was around him. Like makes, all of you people around that was that was here. When y'all was y'all thought this little lady was a crazy neighbor, now you look stupid. Now you know yeah. what I'm saying. So I think it's important to show stuff like that, to, just to show that one, you you really never know who's around you and what they're doing. Yeah, number one. So you should always yeah. be cautious of that. That's a fact. And the second part is is that that police officers that I watched that you should never just like you said turn the other cheek or go the other way, Ever. especially when it's black people talking because they like to do that a lot. But you know you, you know what's crazy. 
how easy it was back then to get away with murder, bro. Oh, no. People was doing numbers back then, bro. Ted Bundy was on a tear. This sounds bad, but I'm saying Ted Bundy Bundy was going across the country killing people. What did Hedy one say? I had so many points to play my vids on Match of the Day. Nigga, my point. I would have, bro, I would have been like fucking... And Premier League champion, a, bro. A crazy thing is with Nuts. all these serial killers that they say, that's that's just who y'all found out about. That's what I'm saying. Y'all don't even know the bro, extent of what I did. Bro, that's who you just found out. And then what about the and then also what about the people we didn't find out that was killing us people? There's probably plenty of people from back Millions in the day serial that, that killers, just bro. out there just murking people left and right that you have they just out they lived their normal lives. They was doing that during the pandemic. They were just hanging. They was hanging hanging niggas. In it's Texas. Just, it's just hanging. What's the cra- what's the craziest like um serial killer thing that you like watched or listened to like story? This one. Ted Bundy is up there because I mean this dude went into a sorority house and wiped everybody out. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, he did what? Ted Bundy went Ted into Bundy's a sorority house and wiped everybody out. Like as in he fucked them or killed them? Both. Both. Right. I'm ready. I'm ready to change something. You know what I'm saying? I'm I mean Ted Bundy was different, bro. Ted Bundy was different. Probably him. I'm ready to change. He's probably top dog. He's probably top dog. I mean, look, if you listen to like true crime, you'll hear some crazy shit. My girlfriend, she listened to a lot of true crime. You'll hear some crazy shit. Bro, a lot lot of the unsolved stuff is like, dang, how did they get away with this? People are sick, bro. People are twisted and demented in his head. This guy, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, was obsessed with the exorcist. You know what I'm saying? So already right there, you know he's he's not all mentally there. He was obsessed with with killing animals yeah, and stuff at a young stuff. age. Yeah, stuff like that. If you're a parent and see that, that's triggered. That should trigger you to uh, something. Something's not right with, with with my child. Moose was right back when he said uh, the police don't protect the serve because they ain't protecting serve nobody, bro. Facts. But let's get into the face of the future song of the day presented by. NBC Network, if you're listening in on Apple, Spotify, or, or watching on YouTube, make sure you click that subscribe button, click that follow button, leave us a review, and let us know what you want us to talk about. Appreciate you guys tuning in to all our content we've been posting on all the social media lately, um, engaging. Um, we see you guys, we hear you guys, and um, we appreciate all the questions you guys have for us coming like in the DMs and, and comments in general. So the Face of the Future song of the day comes from um, some rising artists out of Philadelphia. Um, rising producer goes by the name um, Rado. And, and a rising hip hop artist by the name Cove. They just dropped a, a single called Cove Wave. It's it's, it's going crazy. It's like the new era of music. Um, once again, this is Cove Wave by um, Cove.
called cold wave check it out um there's some rising artists out of philadelphia doing their thing um let's get into some new some more current event news um it's not new but it's a kind of continuation from last episode when we talked about Doku, who was obviously the cover of last episode because some breaking news that happened in nba so after we recorded some more news transpired um detailing kind of what actually went on in the in the case with Doku and the boston celtics and all the misconduct that happened so Originally, when we, when we first reported, all we knew was that um, the head coach of the Boston Celtics had some consensual <laughs> relationship with, uh, with, <laughs> with someone at the, at the, that was in the Boston Celtics organization. Um, further, after, the, after we recorded on the pod, we found out that he had consensual um, relations. Then it led to something that wasn't consensual and unwanted remarks were made, which led to the eventual suspension, the indefinite suspension that was, that was tabbed on him. So now we're here, and what are your guys' thoughts off of that? Oh, then we'll go into more brother. detail about, about like the reactions and how people responded and things of that nature. Go Shit. ahead, Toby. Just go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead on, on your soliloquy. So you know, remember when I said last week that Brad Stevens had something to do with this? Yeah, I was wrong. I know. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> I know. But Jalen Brown too. I mean, yeah, but Jalen Brown was funny. Jalen Brown was just <laughs> Jalen Brown was just a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Brad Stevens had nothing to do with it. No, no, yes, he did. He thinks he does. Okay, based off of based off of what came out, because apparently, apparently, uh, based based on the report based on the, based on the information I received, I've put the pieces together, okay. and this is moose. This is moose's theory. Mooseology. Right. Oh boy, mooseology. So, the initial conversation that came out was they had a consensual relationship. At first, I said, "Why are y'all telling me that they had a consensual relationship? And why is Ime Udoka the only one that is getting put out here?" Right. Next, they said, "Okay." Rude and crude comments were made before the relationship. Okay. Something's not adding up. Because if everybody knew, that means everything that was said would have been known beforehand, right? So I have to think. And I'm like, something's not adding up here. Come to find out press conference comes. Did you watch the press conference? I did not. Okay. I watched the press conference. The whole thing? <laughs> oh, not the whole thing. It was media day, John? No, 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 no. The press conference before media day. Okay. And you know who was visibly upset? Who? Brad Stevens. Okay. So this comes down to two things, right? Because one of them, they said, Ime Udoka had a consensual relationship with the, I guess, the vice president of finance, whatever's wife, right? Mm. The other theory is someone has sex with Brad Stevens' wife because she works for the team as well. You think Ime was fucking Brad Stevens' wife? He, if he was hitting the exec's wife, say, he said, right. came out, he was if he was fucking his wife, but think about OG, it, that changes everything. Think about, <laughs> but think, but think about, but think about it now because everything makes sense because the women have been protected. Nobody know, like people don't know anything about them, really what they look like. Right. On top of that, Brad Stevens was the only person who looked visibly upset, who was talking visibly upset at that press conference. Only one. You don't think it could be because he's the one that hired him? No. He I'm, made too I'm, much. He made I'm too. To make no, he Brad. made too I, much yeah, money. I think the money too much. Money he made too to much that. money for him to be that upset, bro. He his wife got popped. If <laughs> look, 
his wife his wife was getting a rebounds. If it was Brad Stevens' wife that he was fucking, that changes everything. It has to. That makes that makes it. That makes it that would that, that would sure. make it make hundred percent that makes it, it difference. But was it confirmed um, that he had an exec is one of the executives? Yeah, dang. Because Matt Barnes said it too on um I hate saying this nigga's name DJ Vlad's um interview where he was messing with a VP's exec's wife like that's his that's his boss's wife. Dang. And so my thing is like at the mm. same time it's like I get the crew and I want the comments, but my thing is that like Shorty Def got caught. But I thought I saw, and that's where the lies different. came out. I don't know. You said what? I thought it wasn't Brad Stevens. I thought it was a, another employee for the team that controlled other stuff, but not. No, that's what Brad. he said. That's what he said. The confirmed one was that he's saying it, Brad Stevens. But they're saying it's two. two pe- they're saying it's two people. He they say she was like the second lady that was yeah. Here. Oh damn! That's what I'm saying. And she probably got caught, <laughs> and she probably lied and said, "Oh yeah, Yo. he said X, Y, and Z." Let me ask you this, um, because wait, but wait, Shannon, that would change things. That would change but things. no, it, does it sound wrong? It don't. It, it sounds. It sounds like it could be very much possible. If you watch that press conference, that press conference changes everything. It could very much be possible. That press uh, con- when I watched it, I'm like, yeah, Brad, Brad Stevens' wife got cheated. Th- yep. All right. Let me let me ask you this. Uh, with, with, with all that being said, with that information coming out, um, a lot of things transpired over over like the in the sports and in, in the media space. Um, Stephen A., um, who's arguably ESPN's number one analyst, um, My guy. Got, got in an argument with Malika Andrews, who's an up-and-coming reporter, um, Frider, who has a who has a lot of notoriety in the space, she came at Stephen A. for the she came at Stephen A. for the remarks that he made um, on the show, talking about um, things should have went public. Why is Emi Adoka the only one that's being that's being um, ousted? Why is the women being ousted? Things of that nature. Um, and Malika Andrews come on the show to confront Stephen A. Stephen A. pretty much shut her down, and now she's being dragged through social media in, in not the most positive light. So when you guys saw this happen, what was your reactions? Was she in, was she in the wrong? Was she in the right for coming at Stephen A? Did you agree with what Stephen A said? Um, what are you guys' overall thoughts on everything? The way she came at him, yes, because she put words in his mouth, and I think she misinterpreted what he said. But he checked her exactly how he was supposed to check her, and I don't think he was disrespectful in the way that he checked her. I thought it was respectful. It was very respectful, but it was very much don't bring that here. Not even don't bring that here, but not but what can you say now? Kind of thing. Like she literally had nothing to say. Once he clarified himself again to her, you know what I'm saying? So it it made her look like, damn, you just got dragged. Like he just took you to school. And for clarity, before you go, Moose, and for clarity, just so everybody knows kind of like a general idea of what he was speaking on. He made, he made a statement saying like Boston should have never made this a public thing in the first place. Um, And if they did, he necessarily shouldn't be the only one. Like everybody should, but because they did, now they're putting these women that, that um, everyone's talking about in danger of all the speculation yep. going on, things of that nature. Yes. And, and Malika tried to call him out for, for saying that they should be out when that's not what he was saying. Because it's so it's so weird. Before I even touch Malika Andrews, like what's weird about the situation, once again, it's like what y'all did, and let's even take Brad Stevens' my assumptions out of it. Why this was so why this was so dumb is because you not even bringing in the woman that he had a consensual relationship with made people speculate. And all you did was just throw necessary women in the fire. It's all speculation. So take so take my theory out of it. It's even it's almost even a slap in their face that you're going up there being upset the way that you're doing it because you didn't even protect the women that aren't even involved in the situation in the first place, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because now it's like we can speculate. We saw the pictures of the person we thought it was. You know what I mean? And it's like for me, like it's like yo, like this is part of my issue when we go down because I'm gonna. 
bring Malika Andrews into this is this whole conversation of him talking about protecting women. You're not really protecting women in this case, bro. Like, you really just threw a majority of your women employees under the fire because you did not do your due diligence as a front office manager and fought or, or suspend the woman that was involved in it, too. Right? Regardless of the situation, yeah, it right? It was only email. They yeah. Trouble. Yeah. And so now going back to Malika Andrews, right? This is the shit. Maybe I don't maybe I don't speculate it right, I don't talk about it right, but this is the shit that I get upset about when we talk about the Twitter feminist, right? Because when the Twitter feminists talk, they just talk. They talk at you. They don't talk to listen. You know what I'm saying? They talk with no comprehension of what you said. Mm-hmm. Like everything she said, we need to protect women. Okay, Malika, explain what Brad Stevens and the Celtics just did. Because that wasn't protecting women. At all. You know what I'm saying? You came in here, we need to protect these women's identities. If you wanted to protect their identities, the woman and Ima Yudoka have been suspended. Simple. Let them speculate. This shit shouldn't have came out in the first place. But you're trying to blame Ime Yudoka. Obviously, yes, he deserves his he deserves his due diligence. But this woman is getting protected for whatever reason. We don't know. And so Malika Andrews, you sitting here trying to make this a thing when it's not even really a thing. And you're making it a thing about a person that you shouldn't be making this a thing about. Like, yeah, it, she brought a lot of attention he, to herself, bro. Lot, lot of and then, you know, people start digging and they start yeah. digging up shit, old videos of you was this way before when you was with your when you was with your black fiance. Now you now you dating this white guy. Now you're now your tones changed. <laughs> What's happened? You know what I'm saying? And so you, I mean, the way you was bringing up Joe Mazula's past from 13 that's, that's, years ago, yeah, like, yeah, bro, yeah. like nigga, you know, that's what? the next thing I was gonna yeah. say. Do, do you think it was warranted that Joe Mazula caught the strays because she was trying to prove a point? Like, he, yeah, because like, he's the, he's the interim head coach. Mm-hmm. Like, and she brought up his past from 13 years ago when he was in college. When he was in college, things of that nature. That kind of, I mean, I understand the concept of bringing in like the domestic thing, bringing it up, whatever, because it was it was connecting what was going on in Midoka between men and women, but like. Just continue to reel off the things that he's done. His past. I don't agree with that. Yeah. So, bro. Sure. So, 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 bro. If you want me to be honest with you, I under, I, I can, I can see how someone would would connect that. Yeah. But that 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 was completely irrelevant. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm saying I no, get why I, she tried to connect. No, them. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying from like from from our perspective, I yeah. understand that too. But what she did was completely irrelevant because my thing is that anything that he did in college as a young man and. Person who's growing, yeah, underage is completely different from a grown man making grown man decisions, being married. You are making millions of dollars. So, for you, Malika Andrews, as beautiful as you are, even though you married to Wendy's dating dating Wendy's twin brother, you have to understand, like, you got to understand, like, you doing shit like that, especially doing that to black men, especially the way that the media comes at us already is disrespectful. You have a black dad. I'm assuming you have a black dad. You have black family. Imagine I'm looking at you doing something like that. Imagine you talking about your uncle like that. You wouldn't dare talk about your uncle like that. Your grandpa, your grandma. You know what I'm saying? Your little brother. You wouldn't do that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like how she kind of, like I said, the interim coach kind of just threw his biz all out there. When yeah. it was, like he really didn't do anything to he deserve, do shit to deserve that. it. She tried to deserve it off herself. And yeah. that be the and that be the shit that I get mad about. Sorry, with the tw- with the Twitter feminists and the red pill niggas. Y'all just drag random shit that don't mean nothing. <laughs> nah, like, like absolutely nothing. Like, that shit came out of nowhere. And for me, it's like, bro, this is the shit. Let's take simply isolating a Twitter feminist. This is the shit that men talk about and they get mad about. It's like, bro, like, as a black guy, what did I do to deserve this? It's like, there's a meme that says we have to find some way to blame black men. That's literally me, what she did. Let me ask you this. Black, um, bro. I know. He's, do you think? Do you think that the woman in the situation was wrong as well, even though... Um, they said he had 
he had uh, said unwanted things to her, do you think she should have been ousted as well? The story said that she he made unwanted, crude remarks before the consensual relationship, and you still continue to make you still continue that that's, relationship. That's, that's what I'm asking. Do you She's, think she should have been. That's her fault. How did how, how did this come about? Is my thing. Who somebody had to tell somebody something was going on? Was it her? Well, yeah, she went somebody, to the someone, front office. Someone probably got caught doing something. Like if it, it, based on based on what what Moose was saying, how I mean, Emu Doka um, had relations with someone's wife. She should have been out of her some, name. Should be out someone there too. probably got caught up, and that's probably why stuff went. You feel me? Her name should be like, out there too. That's why. I said, that's why I said it. My it, opinion. If you're gonna put his name out there, put her name out there too. And and you know what you do? You know what you do there? You make women accountable. That's and you I'm protect saying. your women. Because, Hold everybody accountable. Because my thing is, like, if it's a team violation, like, don't both people have to be violated? That's what I'm saying. Rule. That's, I'm just confused about that. I'm just confused about so the So how was he only suspended and not her? Because that is somebody's wife. Gotta hold both of I think them it's account- because he has the notorietyhe That's what <laughs> that I was somebody's <laughs> wife. So we're talking about accountability. You got to yeah. hold both of them accountable. No, her name sure. should be out there, too. So how, sure. do you, so how do you hold the wife? Let's say, let, let's, let's, let's say this. How do you hold the, the wife of an executive accountable? That's mean, what I was you say. mean if it's Brad Stevens' wife? Even anybody, regardless, anybody. Let's say it's the GM. How, how do you how do you how do you hold her accountable? Like what's that? That's what that's my that's what I was trying to get. Like how you do can't. you hold? How do you hold them accountable? You can't. That's why email. That's why like oh no, bro. I that's why know. I keep saying this, bro. The only likable know. option here is that he was he was messing with somebody's wife, bro. And that's why this shit looked the way that it do, bro. It's weird because any other time, like if it was if people were breaking violence, like. Most times, like two parties would be named in. Oh yeah, any other time. You feel me, Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky. You feel me, like. Yep. She was literally just an assistant, like. Yep. But I don't know. Telling you, Brad Stevens' wife. It makes perfect sense now. Hey, the NBA is a the NBA is a different animal in general. Like. Yeah, man, I, I'm I'm I've been feeling a type of way about the NBA the last couple of days. I ain't gonna lie. Why do you say that? I watched the Tim Donahue documentary, bro. That that documentary is not for everybody who doesn't it. know. Yeah, whoever for everybody who doesn't know Tim Donnie, if you want to explain like who he is, what yeah. happened, and then we can just go so into depth about Tim Donnie. He was an was NBA referee, one of the best NBA referees that there were out there, and I think it was two thousand and seven or eight. I remember when the story came out. I remember the whole coverage of it that he was. Uh, yep. he was he was betting on the games that he was refereeing. Right from yeah, yeah, right from um. I also didn't know that most of the NBA refs are from Philly. Yeah, for sure. That was also yeah a lot crazy. of them are, yeah. Um. He bet on, I think it was fifty-seven games. He was forty-seven and ten. Woo, that's a bag. Damn. He, the dude, he was. I mean, the dude, the dudes that he were uh, involved with. One of them was involved with the mob. Mm-hmm. Um, another guy was a middleman. But anyway, the guy that was involved with the mob was making millions of dollars betting on Tim Donahue's games. Yeah. Um, forty-seven and ten is a ridiculous. Forty-seven record. and ten. Damn. Um. So, so obviously, you know, he he. Got in trouble for it. Got banned from the NBA. Um, went to jail for two years. Um, so you know, pretty much watching the documentary, you know, it was the whole backstory of Tim Donahue, how he became a ref, how he got involved in the gambling, all this and that. That was fine. Where everything changed for me, while I was literally on the edge of my sheet seat with with my jaw dropped, was when they started talking about how when they were going to take it to the NBA and how they had found out that. It wasn't just Tim Donahue. Wait, how many refs was it? Uh, 52 out of 60 referees had admitted to betting. to betting on games or fixing games. But the NBA got things leaked when somebody wanted them to leak. Yep. I, I always say that. Yep. Always. The Tim Donahue story leaked before they could continue their probe into the entire NBA and, and the referees, right, which would have diminished the league. I mean, it was a known thing that from what Tim Donahue said that, 
excuse me, that David Stern and the powers that be were instructing them to not call fouls on a star player yep. and then call fouls in their favor on the other end to get them more points and more buckets. Yep. Right? So to make those stars thrive, right? So people are coming out to, to see, see the stars. Kobe Bryant score 40 points yeah. or whoever scored 50 points in a game, right? Um, and it, it was really crazy when they when they talked about that Sacramento and LA game back with those um those those Chris Webber, yeah. Mike Bibby Kings. Yep. How that was literally, if you go back and watch that game, it literally is the worst officiated game that you will ever see in your life. Yep. You gotta see it now. There's no way the Lakers weren't supposed to win that series. There's bro. no way that the Lakers should have won that series, bro. They should have wrapped it up in LA in game six, but instead it went to a game seven in Sacramento. We don't know how the rest of that played out. Yep. So pretty much it was a really a probe into the look, we we talked about David Stern, you asked me, Mills, when we talked about Adam Silver doing this stuff with Robert Sarver. And I said, I love I love um Adam Silver because he's a player coach. David Stern Innovator. David Stern was a fucking businessman. Like, don't don't get don't get it wrong. He made the NBA global, he made it what it was. So finding out that he Definitely had something to do with the situation. And definitely, bro, this was a whole cover-up, bro. He deaded those. This situations. was a cover-up like I like I never thought I would ever see yeah, before, no bro. Because literally, there was a, an report done by um, what they call them, like independent investigators or whatever, that literally came out and said 52 of 60 refs were cheating, bro. Yep. Literally. So it should have been just more than Tim Donahue that went to prison. And not only that, with them kind of, Making Tim Donahue the scapegoat, he didn't even get charged for nothing crazy. Let me ask you this: With all that being said, and after you watching the documentary, and even just you hearing the information, like, how does that make you feel about watching like professional sports, knowing that shit like this goes on all the time? We're not bro. surprised. I know we're not surprised, but I'm saying like, you, like when you got like, because you you didn't watch the whole documentary, yet, did you? When you watch it, you just see it, just like, damn, that makes you not even sometimes that makes you not even want to watch sports. Yeah, it was sad. It was like it, it really made how, me upset. How, like how much shit's going on? It's like we had ideas. Obviously, we know this idea that games are fixed. X Y Z. But fifty two out of sixty refs—that is nuts, bro. And there's still some. I mean, some of the most famous refs that still ref today: Joey Crawford, Scott Foster, who gets finals games, was Tim Donahue's best friend. Yep. They showed their call logs, bro. After every game, they had like nine. Whatever, 9,000 hours of phone calls before and after each game at halftime of some games, bro. So, Scott Foster is your best friend. You got this going on. You mean to tell me? He not getting no bad. That's your man that you're talking to every single day and he has no idea what's going on? Scott Foster, the same person that be messing up Chris Paul. He the reason why Chris Paul don't got a ring. Chris Paul hate him, <laughs> right? But, but, but it makes you think, like, man... Facts. Does the fix really be in a lot of time? I mean, there, there's a lot of... There's a lot of Rules and laws against officials now. Like, you can't go to the casinos and gamble. That's what that, that's what I was gonna ask you next. With all these betting apps getting partners with the league, yep. things of that nature. How does that make y'all feel? Like, if you really think about these partnerships on the grand scale, like you got like DraftKings doing like sports, like NFL, whatever it may be, or FanDuel doing this and this. It's like these rate, the, like the, the odds are just the odds for no reason. You feel me? And then you see these dot like, do you think these leagues are in cahoots with these betting companies and things bro. of that nature? But since right. it, since yeah. it became legal, hundred percent have to be. Make it too much money, and don't I don't I don't want to talk about I don't even want to talk about the NFL betting. Yeah. Why not? What, it's, what, it's, what? it's gonna make me upset. <laughs> do you like? Do you think it's way worse than the league? My thing is, this, look, when you think about your integrity, right? Yeah. I don't want to ever cheat the game. Period. Facts, facts. Because you're so, a ref. That's why. That's yeah. Why I so the way that I think about it, I don't ever want to be involved in a, in a situation where. 
that's that that's something that I have to do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. so it's like, damn, like, all right, I get it. The NBA, NFL, they're businesses. I get it, and for they're sure. billion dollar businesses. For but sure. but at the same time, where is our integrity for the players that are putting in hours of work, spending time away from their families? You know they don't saying? give a fuck about that, bro. They making that that's bread. They don't. At the end of the day, but they that, making millions. But that's millions. what I'm saying. That's why it upsets me, right? Because I think about my integrity for the game, my love for the game. I never want to cheat it. No, yeah. that's facts. Yeah, that's because you. That, but that's because you love the game. Like put it like this, right? It's the same. It's the same thing with like for me. I look at it as like coaches who've never played versus player coaches. It's like coaches who never played. Yeah, they like the game, but they like the X's and O's. Like the X's and O's are so interesting, right? But when niggas who played the game. Coach is different. Yeah, they gather around him different. Like take Steve Nash out of it because he a bad coach. But when you talk about when like you ask Deion Sanders type, yeah, like when you like look, Deion Sanders is a perfect example. When you <laughs> look at Deion Sanders and how he talks to the players, what he wants the players to do, how he relates to them, it's different because he really loves football. Yeah, it's not it's not like take take the coach and take the money out of it. He loves football. Because if he wanted the money, he'd go to a PWI. You know what I'm saying? Like, he loved that shit to the point where it's like, yo, bro, like, I want to actually cater to y'all because I want y'all take football out of it. Like, football helped him become who he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he wants that same shit for them. The right. funniest thing that I've heard today, bro, I heard it today when he was talking about, yo, who's the greatest athlete you ever played against? He said it was, he said it was his cousin who was a crackhead. <laughs> and I say that, and I say that it's as very funny. Dion response. It is, I'm but it's funny. Bro. But it's funny because think about that type of environment that he probably was in. Yeah, you know what I mean. And for you to have a crackhead cousin like that, and like Grant, I'm not trying to say disrespect. Have a cousin in that way and in that environment is like think about that and see how football took you out of an environment like that where you had to go and talk to thugs to yeah, get your shit man. back from from the shit that your cousin stole from you. You get what I mean? It's like so for him, it's like it, it hit different compared to like a Nick Nick Nurse who just. I like the X's and O's. You know, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't think it goes on. I really don't. I'm, I mean, look in my in my in my heart. I hope it doesn't go on because I'm working my ass off to get just to fucking college, bro. Yeah. I don't want my integrity to be compromised on the back of gambling. Yeah. Because that's not what I'm in it for. I'm in it because I love the game. I don't give a fuck who wins. I don't care what the line is. I don't care. I just told you. I did a game tonight, probably the upset of the year. Yeah. I don't give a fuck who wins. I'm happy to be in an environment where the shit's jumping. Yeah, true. And I'm watching true. a good game and yeah. I'm in the mix. Yep, you know facts. what I'm saying? That makes I mean, sense. but a lot of these but a lot of these bigger schools and a lot of these colleges don't care. I mean, like it's they, they don't care. As long as the as long as they getting what they need out of it, to be honest with you, they just at the end of the day, if you fit whatever y'all do is what y'all do. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, it's, it's a, there's a lot. When it, we speak of integrity, whether it's betting, just whether it's just caring about players, things of that nature, we see we there's a lot of wishy-washiness that goes on like in these professional sports. Prime example, the other night with Tua, when he was playing with the Miami Dolphins oh, and his concussion, man. going through concussion protocol. <sighs> Don't get me started. Um, I'm gonna get tight. So oh, sun, so sun, last Sunday, so last Sunday, um, two, I forget who they were playing. Um, but hold he on, had, hold on, before you go. <laughs> Before you go into that, Mills had the insult of the year last night during the game, bro. Oh, two and two and doing forty yard floaters, bro. I never heard that before, bro. No, because Tyreek, 
Because Tyreek Tyree Hill had his Tyreek Hill had two steps on this man. You know what I'm saying? Tyreek Hill used to be used to be a Kansas City Chief. You know I'm a diehard Kansas City Chiefs fan. Tyreek Hill had two steps on this man. Two would put all his might into this throw, bro. And this shit went 40 yards straight up. It came straight down. And, and, this, and this man looking yeah, like, yeah, not too much, not too much. My man is Tua, man. Not too much. So he throwing 40 yard floaters. He like Chris Paul going down the like dang, not yeah. too much of my. He got picked man. off, but so to, to give you guys a um overview of what happened. So about a week and a half ago, Sunday, Sunday, um the Dolphins had a game, um and Tua Tua apparently got concussed. Um he was stumbling, <laughs> got, took a rough hit, whatever hit his head. Let's provide context to how it happened. You ever seen like for the viewer? Imagine a a boxer getting knocked out and he getting come up and he got the jelly no, legs. I'm, no, I'm talking about his first. His first That's what I'm talking yeah. about when he got up. When yeah. he got up the first time, when he got up, he had the jelly legs. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And they had to come and help him up. Yeah. Yep. So they had to help him up, and apparently he went through protocol. Right? Protocol. For, I've had a concussion. You've had concussions. My career ended. My career ended because of concussions. Yeah. So it's like, in their next game, Sunday to Thursday, it's four days. That's Bruh. not enough time to repair for uh. concussion. No. no matter what, pro- if even if you go through protocol, you shouldn't be cleared, bro. It's a brain injury. It's a brain injury. Fast forward to <laughs> Thursday night, prime time game. And we talk about the league worrying about bread. Joe Burrow, Tua Tugavaloa. Look, sounds a lot better than Joe Burrow versus Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Two two Heisman Trophy win. They both won the Heisman, right? Mm-hmm. High Trophy. Ch- no, national- two of them win the Heisman. No, two of them win the Heisman. Mm-hmm. Well, candidates. Two former candidates. Two natties, though. Two national champions. You know what I'm saying? This was the game in college game, where game in college. now there's 16 players from Alabama, exactly. there's 18 from LSU in the league. Exactly. This is a rematch of the big best college football game of all time. Exactly. Fast forward to the game. Tua shouldn't be playing, but he is playing because they they want to win. It's a third down. It's I a think. third down. Josh back scrambling, gets gripped up by a D lineman, slammed to the ground. Swung then slammed. Swung then slammed. Back his head hits the ground. Turns over, whole body just locks up. Locked up, bro. Fingers going Fingers crazy, crossed. All that stuff. Oh, and, my God. PTSD. And the, and, and, the, and the internet went crazy. Doctors giving the reports, that's second impact syndrome. That's what I kept seeing, Don. That's second impact syndrome. He wasn't right. He wasn't right. And I'm just like, damn. Yep. The Dolphins are getting sued. Yep. NFL is getting sued. Yep. Player Association is sending out claims. Yeah, it's going to be a dub. So when you guys see that, and we talk about we talk about integrity. We talk about the love of the game. What what you would you do for a dollar? What would you do for a win? What's your reaction to that? This this is a hard topic, right? Because part of it I feel like is part of the football culture as well. We can't we can't dismiss the fact that thirty years ago you got your bell rung. You better all right. You be all right, get your ass back in that game. And they wasn't even playing with the type of technology and how much we have in, in today's Facts. game. Facts. That's one part of it. Another part of it is Part of these things are, I don't want to say subjective, but a lot of them are based off of what the player himself tells you, right? I ain't going to lie to y'all. This is from my own experience in college. When I got my concussion, I was knocked out in the middle of the field, bro. Yeah, I've been there. I was a young bull. I was a freshman. I was starting. I didn't give a fuck what, how I felt. I was determined to play the next week. Of course. Didn't care what it was. Of course. I scored an 18 or 12 on my first concussion, 12 out of 100 on my first concussion test. A 12? I, I, yes. I was fucked up. I cheated the next time, lied, because I wanted to play. Yeah. The game that I came back in, mm-hmm. I had the same thing Tua had, bro, where safety was coming down to the box. It was a sweep. I cracked him. 
You literally see one of my office linemen literally pick me up. My body's limp. I start walking. I start tripping and falling. That was the last snap I ever took in football, bro. That was it. Yeah. It was a, it was a dove. It was over for me after that, bro. And that, but that's 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 where like pl- as players, yes, you're gonna always want to play because like you said, you got knocked on the game. Like I had to, I had to even like I didn't get hit hard, but someone tried to hurdle me, took a knee to the temple, and I just you know what I'm saying yep. head shot to the temple. You just gonna drop no matter yep. what. Yeah. Doesn't have to be our hit. You feel me? And I was caught whatever it was, but. As a, as a staff, as a medical staff, as a coaching staff, as a GM, as an organization, it's your job to save players from themselves. So I said all I said all that to say exactly what you just said, bro. Like I said, that was my last snap that I ever took. I couldn't understand what they what my parents and doctors said to me. We have to protect you from yourself at this point. Yeah, you cannot go back out onto the football yeah. field and get cracked again. Yeah, you could be paralyzed. You could yeah. die. You don't know yeah. your brain. Is injured. Yeah. You literally have a brain injury. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're 18 years old, you ain't trying to hear that shit. Facts. When when you're on the field, even playing any injury you get, you're not you're not trying to hear you can't go back out there and compete with your fucking brothers. Yeah. Cause that shit will eat at you as a competitor. But for the league, again, you have to protect these players. These are the biggest, fastest athletes on the planet, bro. For sure. Strongest dudes ever. Nobody needs to be getting slammed into the turf like that. And when he clearly already wasn't right from the, to begin with, so it's like negligence on the part of the Dolphins, um, on the part of the team. It just, it just looks bad for the entire league. Like we can't preach player safety. You you want to make motherfuckers wear these big bubble things at practice. We can't preach all that stuff that we doing, and then have a quarterback who who has quarterbacks have the most protection of anybody else on the field. Put him back in harm's way where he can get hurt again. And they tried to say it was a it was a back injury. Nah, bro. we all knew the, the boy's Dolphins, head wasn't right. The Dolphins got to sell the team. The Dolphins owner got to sell the team. <laughs> <laughs> you got to sell that, Joe. Uh, that's my it, like I I like because I I don't have any tolerance for it because my yeah. thing is I don't have any tolerance for it like because my thing is once again last the week before you like we all saw it, bro. And yeah, we seen did. we seen it we like and I brought boxing. You seen when boxers get the jelly legs. You seen when people mm-hmm. get their bell rung. You get what I'm saying? So for me, it's like you're aware of this as an owner of the team. You're aware of this, right? Mm-hmm. Your whole medical staff is aware of this. But y'all know that Tua Tua's bringing in the money. You know that to an extent, he's bringing in a lot of the money. Y'all gave him a blank. Y'all gave him a, a blank a blank slate. All that cool. My thing is that the reason why I'm only saying that is because this is the second scandal that the Dolphins have been in. Before the league, within the past two years, mm-hmm. yeah. after the Tom Brady scandal, where y'all was sitting here trying to, you guys were sitting here, you were tanking for games. You know, you were already talking to Tom Brady about coming to play for the Dolphins and being an owner of the team. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're Brian already Flores. in. Yeah. Brian Flores. Yeah. And the yep. Brian Flores situation. So that makes it three. Yeah. Three. So now you've been involved in so many things, bro. You got to sell the team, bro. And I'm not even saying that because it's like, granted, will it happen? Probably not. But the reality of the situation is that you've been involved in too many scandals for you to sit here and just be comfortable as an owner and be comfortable as an individual to just sit here and just say, well, it happened. You, you can't. I've, I've been listening to, to... It's either that or everybody below you got to go. Everybody. You got to clear house. I don't care. I've been listening to the guys talk about this on ESPN all day, man. And, and, and even like the people that do the Harvard studies on CTE and brain yeah. injury stuff saying like, yo... This one situation has set us back like five years. 100%. Because now, now the protocols are going to change. They yeah. have to change. Now what's going to be, you get a concussion, you're out for at least minimum a week. That's that's the least I think that's going to happen. It should be that, though. Um, It should be that, 100%. He should never been able he, he, he Stepped on the field, bro. He, he should not have been cleared to resume, to go into a game four days later, bro. At all. That's bro. what's really fucking me up. If it was up. Sunday, do you think it would have made a difference? If it was Sunday... 
No. I honestly he, don't think look, he, I don't look, think so. Look. He was going to be concussed on Sunday regardless. Yeah. He probably should have sat out. I mean, if you get a concussion, first of all, as as players, we're never not playing concussed just because of the impact on the field. Yeah. We're always playing concussed. But when you get those type of concussions, concussion, like yeah. a severe one, you probably need to sit out a couple of weeks before. And I don't, again, I don't even know what can be done because it's not something that you can see on a scan. Yeah. Like like a broken bone or, or a, a sprained ankle. And and a lot of it is based on a, what a player is saying to you itself. I'll give you an example. Tonight in my high school game, I can't say the teams that played, but a player went into the protocol. The protocol in high school is we're going to ask you some questions. You're going to sit a quarter. Then we're going to ask you again. He failed. You don't come back into the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't come back into the game. You have, now you now in my opinion now you got to set out at least a week. A week. Will it happen? Probably not. Definitely not, because that team just got upset tonight too, especially. So it's just like man, it's it's just like I don't know what can be done, bro. I've had multiple times where I've been concussed knowingly and still went in and played. Facts. That human aspect, and so of you, I'm sure that human aspect of it. I don't know how to navigate that part of it, bro. So it's it's tough and it's sad because those brain injuries are real and it's not just football. Soccer also is the leading sport in concussions. Yeah. Hockey, yeah, all all any sport that requires boxing, at UFC. At what point? At what point do we vet these teams, owners, organizations, and then at what point is does the dollar not mean enough as opposed to somebody really, else's? You can't like, really do anything about it, bro. The dollar will like, always take president, and that's yeah, the sad and, part. And, and I say, and I and to, to add on to that, or at least to break it down, right? Put it like this: It's like. Let's even say that, like, you want to hold them accountable. Even if you hire a third-party expert, right, to at least assess these people on concussion, they still going to get paid. They're going to get paid enough money to, you know, at least lean towards the con- at least them passing the concussion protocols. That's you know what I'm saying? They're going to get the bread. You know what I'm saying? Someone's getting paid under the table. So anything that you try to do, it's like it's not really going to mean much because at the end of the day, when these owners want to make their team profitable, they're going to want to make it profitable. Yeah. Like, let's call it what it is. Tua Tungvaloa is a profitable name. You know what I'm saying? So no matter what it is, even if you want to hire third-party experts, they're going to throw you enough money into the stuff that you're doing to make sure that they players are back on the field. You know what I'm like saying? So They were supposed to do an investigation. Why is your investigation into what happened to him last week just going back at the, why is why is that waiting until Thursday or Friday to happen? Yeah. Why wasn't sense. that done the next day? Zero sense, bro. NFL just looks bad, man. Just looks bad. I mean, we never really cared about the players in the first place, but we're not gonna get into that. But yeah, we know the, we know how the NFL rocking. Yeah, for sure. We know how the NFL rocking. Um, but that being said, let's get let's wrap up and let's get into uh what you thought about what you think about coming up this week in the, in the football season. Oh, oh, okay. Think? Yeah, yeah. So. Pay my nigga Lamar. Oh, big facts. Pay my nigga big Lamar. Trust. He's showing him, bro. And now he gonna ask for two seventy five. Yeah, now it's gonna fully be more. guaranteed. Y'all niggas is sick. What they say? Yesterday's price is not today's price. It's not today's price at all. Ooh, Lamar about to get paid. Do you think he's gonna get the fully guaranteed? Yes. Yep. He, he has to. Yeah, if he plays all seventeen games, it's dubs. I think Kalamar got what two fifteen guaranteed. He's getting two seventy five. Two seventy five total, but two fifteen guaranteed, right? He, he wants the whole thing guaranteed. He, he, he deserves it. it. He wants the, everything guaranteed. He deserves it. He's getting it. He deserves it. How how soon do you think before the Ravens um offer him that? Like give no, him they're the preying on his. No, I shouldn't say that. They are. I'm gonna knock on wood. Did no, he get hurt? No, no, no. Huh? 
They're probably hoping he gets hurt this year. There's something. There's something. No, because my thing is to minimize that number. I'm gonna bring up Nick Wright's argument, and I kind of want to. I want kind of want to break that down too. Nick Wright. Yeah. Okay. No, no, because what he said, because what he said, no, what he said was facts. Because my thing was that I was looking at the situation. It's like, it's kind of like you're not really invested in Lamar the way that you should. It's like you don't want to. You're not paying him the money, right? Because of whatever reason, and then on top of that, you're not even putting him in position for him to even get. The stuff that you really want. It's like, you guys don't know what you're doing. It's like, you don't like you don't want to pay Lamar because you don't want to commit to him, right? Obviously, that's the argument, right? But then, like, you're not even trying to show us what you want to do with the team to show what why you're not trying to commit. It's like, you Lamar ain't got to... Lamar is a team. You they, know what I'm they, saying? They do, yeah. want, they do want to commit to him, but not at the cost that he wants to. Because they're even... Like, the thing is with them, based on the deal, is like, they want to... Com- I said they want a commitment because they're offering, like, a six-year, seven-year deal... It's a matter of they they don't, they don't want to offer him that at the number that he's asking for, and plus he doesn't want to sign for that long. He wants they're, they're thinking. I think that the Ravens are thinking like, oh, he wants his bag, and he's gonna try and dip in free agency in three years. I think that's what I think that's what they're thinking. I mean, yeah, that that's part. I mean, because he wants a, a three he wants a three year deal. He said, okay, yeah, if he wants a three year deal, oh, he asking for three years, two seventy five, three to four years, two seventy five for over three. I think it's something like that. They said they that's said, crazy they said, though. They said he doesn't want to do. He doesn't want to do. It may not be that much, but he only wants a three to four year deal. He doesn't if want it's three to four years, then it's like two something for three to four, I believe something like that. But that I, makes I kind of understand the Ravens on on that point. Then, then. I don't. I don't. You, if you're saying two seventy five no. over three years, I don't think. Do you know what those cap hits are looking like? I don't. I don't think. I don't think he's. I don't think he's getting paid. I don't think he's wants to get paid that much. But I think that he probably wants to get paid that equivalent. Equivalent, yeah. It's equivalent to that. Okay, I mean, we we got to find a common ground then. But my thing is, they probably want to sign him long term. And my thing is, if they do, they want to they want to lay out they want to lay out that money. So it's like my thing is like he doesn't want that because they know how it is. For I feel like. I don't. I've never seen an NFL contract yet, but I feel like for most of those deals, most of those deals and all of the incentives all probably line up within the first probably two, three, maybe they're four front years. loaded. They're front yeah, loaded. You know what I'm saying? So it's like after that, it's like if he wants that, him doing a three year deal is a fully guaranteed deal. But it's like as a team, why would I do that when I could just make you sign for longer and then it is what it is. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a, it's it, it's tricky, but they they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose out this. It just sucks because the Ravens own his rights. They can tag him twice. But that's but the thing is, then you end up paying him a hundred million dollars. I know, but that works out in his favor, though. Yeah. It does. It works that's out a, in his favor. So he has the, he has all the leverage right now. All the as leverage. long as he keeps playing, he has all the leverage. So let me ask Thanks. you this: Who's your front runner for MVP right now? Lamar. <laughs> Lamar. <laughs> yeah. Like, if it ended today, it, it's Lamar. Over Josh Allen. Yeah. His so? numbers a, are better by a long shot. His I'm not gonna say a long. I'm not gonna say a long shot. I'm not gonna say a his long numbers shot. are better. I I get the numbers, but I'm saying yeah. I'm not gonna say a long shot though. It's a long. I think shot, Lamar bro. is leading. I think Lamar is leading, but I'm not gonna say a long shot just yet. I'm not gonna say just. But if we're basing off the his numbers is OD. Yeah, they're his OD. numbers is OD. Well, OD is is an understatement. Yeah, they're crazy. What's the record? Two and one. Two and yeah, one. Yeah, two and one. You know what I'm about to ask you next? As long as they fix it, the, if they fix their defense. Oh yeah. It's it's like. And Lamar keep playing like this, it might be a chip. What you gonna ask nah, me about that's, Tom that's, Brady? Is that I don't know about question? that. It might that. be a chip. I don't know about that statement. If they fix their defense, you know, you know he don't think. You know, he know he don't think nobody gonna beat the Chiefs. No, bro. it's not even. It I, might I be a chip. It's OD. I just, it I, is OD. I feel like, I feel like if there's the so Ravens, many. I think there's so many good teams. Like when the playoffs come, like that regular season shit is not gonna if matter. If the Ravens bro, fix their defense, you said what? If the Ravens fix their defense, I think they'll be a hard out. But I'm just saying, the AFC. I don't think anybody's guaranteed the chip in the AFC. If if there was in the NFC, it'd be a different story. You feel me? It'd be a different, but the AFC, bro, bro, there's too many dogs out there coming out the wilderness, man. You could be, you could. 
top dog and not even make it out. But you know I'm about to ask you, Shan. What's up? We talked about the AFC. The Burge is looking good. They got some people have Jalen an MVP conversation. He's in the conversation right now. Right now, he's in the conversation for sure. He has he to be. He is. What did they do against the Jags this week? Is, is it like they? This the is, Jags I'm, look I'm good. The, Jag, this, the Jags look good. Game. Facing the old coach, the, the Eagles facing the old coach. Peterson got 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 uh, what's McCall looking like a top draft pick? This will probably be the best defensive line if they. The reason that Jalen's been able to be so good is because their offensive line has kept him clean, mm-hmm. right for the most part. So this is probably this will be the best line they probably went up against thus far, and um, the Jaguars are they got weapons offensively. Um, Eagles haven't really done that much in these second halves of these games, yeah. So that concerns me a little bit. Not, haven't been a very good second half because team. it's like when the other team makes their adjustments, your adjustments either you don't adjust or your adjustments aren't working. So, you know, I mean, we'll see what happens. Look again. We got to wait till like week six or seven to, yeah. to, to make a determination on them. But for right now, Jalen has proved everybody wrong. I've been saying that for the last three weeks. You say he's proved everybody he's wrong? He's proved everybody. All his doubters wrong, I'll say so, that. So, so I will I don't, see. I don't, I don't, oh, go ahead, my bad. I was going to say, I will see after this week because the Jags defense. This week is, will tell a lot. It will tell it'll, it'll tell. it'll tell me. I feel like it'll tell me what how I think the Eagles the rest of the season is going to play out for them. Um. Mem- <laughs> But I, I still think that a, a big key for the Eagles throughout the rest of their season is going to be that they have to have the playoffs come through Philly. Yeah, that's going to be their biggest advantage, especially for Jalen too. Yeah. I think I think I think if they can get a number one seed, they give themselves a, a legitimate chance to make a run. I'm look again. AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, special, super special facts. They're special, and and literally, like I said, like this this is what we were saying before the season. All he has to do is get them the ball. That's it. Let them make plays. That's Facts. it. Facts. Make it real simple for yourself. Hand the ball off. Get 150 yards on the ground each game, and let them make plays, bro. That's all. That's it. True. All right, we're gonna we're gonna end the episode. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna get your picks for this week coming up. Okay. Um, both of y'all. Real quick. Real quick. Real quick. K State. Oh, we can talk about that. <laughs> we can talk about them. <laughs> What you got to say about K-State? There was someone was telling me Boomer sooner. I said, where? <laughs> they said Boomer sooner. I said, I'm happy. It's a great double on the road, it's bro. I was w. so happy. It's a great that. W on the road. The Big 12 is up for grabs. It's crazy to say that KU is at the top of the division Ooh, of the conference, bro. That's nuts. Should be ranked. They're, they're four, yeah, they're ranked. They're 4-0. and um, K-State's third in the in the conference. OU's like seventh. That but, KU case game is going to be different this oh year. Oh yeah, if they continue to both win out, like that would be nuts, bro. But the the Big Twelve, the Big Twelve is is definitely tough. But that was a good bounce back victory, especially after losing Tulane. We're top twenty five, we're we're twenty fifth, but I, we got to be consistent. That's all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's get into some NFL picks real quick, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, first on the slate, it's not first on the slate, but the first Casey or Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Casey. It's at Tampa Bay. Is it is it night, Tampa night game? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Uh, I got Kansas City. You know who I'm picking. I'm gonna rock with KC still. Okay, we got we got Denver at at the Raiders. Denver, Raiders. We got New England at Green Bay. Green Bay. Mac Jones not playing. Uh, yeah, I wasn't going to answer that question, bro. We, <laughs> we already knew what it was. We got Buffalo Buffalo at Baltimore. It's a 1 p.m. kickoff. I, I don't know. Uh, Baltimore. actually, I do know why that's not the night game. All right, that's fair. Um, that's gonna be a good ass game. It's in, it's in Baltimore. It's at Baltimore. Give me the Ravens then. Give me the Ravens. Yeah, I'll give. We'll do two more picks. Jacksonville versus Philly. Philly. Jacksonville. 
Yeah, I, I, got, I, I, I gotta see the line I'm, for that. I might pick Jacksonville for this. I one. mean, every, everyone's picking Jacksonville. I have to see what the line is. I think that the defensive line, I, like like I told like I told you, bro. I think that once Jalen sees pressure or once he starts seeing ghosts, he's gone. Yeah, but also let's not forget the Eagles. The defense is also like that too. No, the defense so is like Trevor's that. also like, going to see pressure. No, he's no, going to see like that. But I, but what I, but what I'm saying is that I want to see more from Jalen not being afraid of the pressure. Like Trevor Lawrence, I could trust Trevor Lawrence eventually that he's not going to succumb to the pressure because he can make all the throws. Yeah, like I need to see Jalen make all the throws, I and fi- I think that he's not comfortable doing that yet. I th- Look, I think Jalen's more confident than ever right now, mm-hmm. um, which is a good thing for the Eagles for the birds. He has to keep the mindset. Just even just watching this t- clips about him chopping up, talking like you did last week, motivational speaking. Um, I just think on the field though, he just he just playing with confidence. Like he just believes in his guys right now. That's- the guys believe in him. Um, uh, and just, yeah, I just think they play with a lot of swag right now. Trevor Lawrence, man, watch out for this dude, bro. Oh, yeah, he got the quarterback whisperer. Bro, just watch out, bro. The league needs to, needs to keep their eyes on Jacksonville, bro. And that division that's not that good this year, that's not a team you want to you want to be facing in the playoffs. It's for the taking. It's for the taking. But that's all I got for episode 96 of the Faces of the Future Podcast. It's your boy Mill. It's your boy Shan. Boy, man, some moose. Peace, peace, peace. Oh my God. Is that the faces of the future?